You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Deep Dive Broadway. It's really extraordinary to think how quickly the radio play adaptation of Dracula, A Comedy of Terrors, came together. But saying, yes, let's do this, was the easiest thing in the world. Writer-director Gordon Greenberg and writer Steve Rosen pitched the idea to adapt their wonderful stage play into a star-studded event to benefit the Actors Fund and the Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS COVID-19 Emergency Fund. And here we are, less than a month later, able to share this hysterically reimagined, virtually recorded play with you. Go to bpn.fm slash Dracula to enjoy But before that, to kick off the launch of this special four-part radio play, we pulled together writers Gordon and Steve and cast members Christopher Sieber, Alex Brightman, James Monroe Eigelhart, Ashley Park, Rob McClure, Richard Kime, Jeff Prady, Orville Mendoza, Kathy Fitzgerald, and Alan Tudyk to share their crazy stories behind the mic and so much more. Thank you for joining us and supporting the Actors Fund and Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS by going to broadwaycares.org slash help 2020. Let's dive in. And the perfect place to start begins with the creators of Dracula, A Comedy of Terrors, co-writer Steve Rosen and co-writer and director Gordon Greenberg. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I thought you did the slide in. camera. <laughs> So day one, what did, where did this idea come from? Why did you guys decide to dive in and do this? Oh my goodness. We um, had been talking for years really about writing Secret of My Success, which just opened right before everything got shut down. But it took about seven years to go from initial spark uh, and deal with Universal, et cetera, et cetera. In the interim, we kept saying, we want other things to write. So we uh, started by writing a five-character send-up of Scrooge for the Bucks County Playhouse because they said, we need an easy, fast show that is funny and topical and can evolve with the times. So we wrote that. Um, It then ended up at the Old Globe, um, and it's just been a wonderful experience. Andrew Cato, who runs the Maltz Jupiter Theater in Florida um, and is uh, an old friend of mine and of yours and now of Steve's um, said, I've always wanted to do a show about Dracula in a similar vein. Um, And I said, I would love to be the guy that does it. Um, Let me call Steve. Um, (laughs) That was the beginning of this adventure. Um, And 
Uh, Andrew was kind enough to have faith in us and he commissioned the first draft. He read the first draft and said, I'm producing this next season and we'll work on it in between, but it's already close enough, which, you know, that never happens. Um, and then in the interim, we did uh, a workshop in New York um, with a fabulous group of actors. And then we did a workshop in Florida with a fabulous group of actors. And then we did a workshop in Chicago at Chicago Shakes um, with, a fabulous group of actors. with a fabulous group of actors. Yes, this is true. They were all wonderful. Rick Boynton, who is the executive producer there um, and uh, head of development and a brilliant dramaturg, gave us this amazing um, sort of set of notes after that and during that experience um, that then sort of catapulted us towards uh, what became the production in uh, Florida, which was just a few months ago. It seems like years. It's so weird that it was just November. Um, and, uh, and here we are. And once this pandemic happened, uh, Steve knows I'm not good with any idle time. So within 48 hours, I said, we have to do things. And we started making public service announcements for the old globe and various theaters that we like working with. And uh, I said, you know, we had both compared notes about our fathers who used to ride around um, in the 1990s, listening to these cassettes of 1940s radio shows um, like the shadow and um Jack Benny, Burns and Allen. Burns and Allen, exactly. And so that was resonating in our minds. And I said, couldn't we do something similar with Dracula? It's such a, it's just such a, a, a period feeling piece that we have put our own contemporary humor on. Um, and I did remember that when my parents came to see the reading that we did in Florida, because they're Floridians, um, they had never seen a reading. And my father said, oh, it's like a radio show from radio days. You should make it some kind of radio show. So that was also in my mind when I suggested it. Um, and then um, cut to, we had this great chance meeting really about a, another project. Um, and I brought it to you. And, and then I've never had a project come together this quickly. Um, <laughs> you can speak to that, but it was miraculous. Well, we, we've, you know, when you think about radio plays, we've come so far and yet we haven't come, we haven't advanced at all. We're back doing radio plays, but they're so effective. I've blown, been blown away by the work that you two have done. Um, Steve, uh, I sometimes don't know who I'm talking to because you're also an actor in the show. And <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. I'm the same person. I'm both. Um, and I, I, I mean, I just wanted to, to, follow up on a little on what Gordon said too, is that when everything started happening, like within days, Gordon did feel like we both felt this need of like, we, we want to do something because our, all of our jobs are sort of stopped and everyone we know, their jobs are all sort of stopped. And, and, you know, like one of the ways I think most of the people in the arts stay sane is by creating things. Yep. It's by doing the things that they do and that's uh, performing and writing and producing and all the things that we love to do. And we were just trying to figure out how do we do it in a way where, how can we create something and make something where people can join in and uh, for a great cause to sort of bring attention to the Actors Fund, to people in our industry who aren't really working right now and um, really just get a chance to play with our friends, um, which is... Uh, sort of what's wound up happening is we have this phenomenal cast of the best actors in like the world um, who have all jumped in from the comfort of their own home 
um, with these amazing microphones these, that, that they that we all have. I have one too now. Um, and literally, we got to sit there in a room recording with you know these amazing people from their homes, and everyone I feel like um, felt a little bit better because felt a little normal to be performing again and, and creating together. And for Broadway Cares and the Actors Fund, you know, it's just you, we can't do enough right now with all the work they're doing uh, for the entire community. But that's the perfect segue to bring in Lucy Westfeld, Ashley Park. Hey, hey Ashley Park. Hi, Ashley. Nice. I love your cape, Dory. Oh, my, thank you. <laughs> I just happened to have one. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> Since we've been working together, she's worn it every I don't think it was just for this project. <laughs> it's her. It's her. <laughs> I love it. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. It's brighter where you are than where we are. So I know. I'm in the disclose your location. Are you allowed to say where you are? Yeah, I mean, right now I'm in the bedroom. I'm in my parents' place in San Antonio, Texas. So been hiding out here in the desert. Yeah. So it is still light out here. It is. I have to say, when you agreed to do this, I was giddy because I'm a longtime fan. And uh, as you know from um, Annette and all the people at Broadway Dreams, um, you are celebrated there. Um, and I... Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited too, guys. This group is so fun. I and I just, I, Gordon, I don't know if I told you, I listened to the first episode that you when you sent it, and uh -huh. I. So it's interesting hearing you talk about radio shows and stuff because I didn't like really, you know, listen to those growing up. But like, I was like on a run and I couldn't. I forgot that I was in it. I was like, oh my gosh, and like the sound <laughs> and everything. You really are taken away, and I feel like something that like it really boosts like our use of imagination. Right. And so like, and so much today is so literal. And so like, it, I think it was really, really lovely how you put that together. Well, I love that you're playing a British proper uh, woman of the 19th century. Oh, and Emily Ashford's sister. I mean, you guys, I mean, I, this, this group, but like even recording it, you guys talking about us being in like in the same room together, you know, it was so lovely. And you guys had to like tolerate me and Emily just catching up on our lives for 15 minutes. <laughs> Oh, you and Anna Lee are, I mean, I, I like, I want to see you do these parts live. Like you're hilarious. Oh I, loved it. I know we texted right after and we were both like, Oh, that was so great. Also, I miss working with you. Isn't it weird? Like to work with someone, but you don't get like the coffee breaks, the rehearsal time, the oh tech. I know I did a reading the other, um, uh, the other week with three people I'd never met in person. And by the end of it, we were like, this is so crazy because I feel like I know you. And I don't know. It's very, yeah. What was it like uh, creating this part uh, virtually, you know, recording without the rest of the cast right around you? Yeah. I mean, you know, it was very nice because I did my first day of recording was with um, Jeff Creedy and Christopher Sievers. And, and like, I mean, and everybody in this is just so like the, the animation behind everyone's voice is so wonderful. But like. Chris, and as soon as like you hear these voices and also like, I think both of you, Gordon and Steve, you guys were doing all these other voices too. The characters become so clear, but I love British. Like I, <laughs> I used to like, what was the movie? Like the Lindsay Lohan parent trap. I taught myself a British accent from that <laughs> one. six and I would make my sister do these like scenes with me. She was listening to me practice like the British, the RP. And she was like, Oh my gosh, I'm having like flashbacks from when I was like two and you were making me do these like, parent trap scenes with me <laughs> with their kids. 
It's good. You're a natural. It's yeah, amazing. No dialect coaches. <laughs> no. Well, my friend, actually, my friend, Billy Akintyre, she's a playwright and an actor. And she's from, I think, Durham, the northeast of England. And whenever I have to do RP, we had like a wine and dialect coaching night that just turned into us talking for four hours. And she kind of helped me a little bit there. But she loved it. She was like, this is funny, like British funny. That's, that's interesting. That's legit funny because we, Steve and I had talked about whether we could do this in England because I, I direct a fair bit there. And I, there's something that made me nervous. I was wondering, like, will they find it funny or are we making fun of them? I think it's so funny. I mean, the first, the, as I was reading it, too, I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Could you give everyone a little sneak peek at at the your the voice of Fred well, Lucy? What do you mean? Just <laughs> your accent. Oh, you so I don't know. I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't know, guys. They'll listen. <laughs> Yes, tune right. in. Tune yes. in. Listen, I mean that that is uh it's like the only t- way that actors now can act in the same room as each other is through with their voices. I know, right? Wait, I think other people are waiting to come on too. Oh yeah. Now, we should, we should, uh, oh yeah. Dr. Westfeld is waiting. Uh, so James well, James Monroe Eichelhart, please join us. Hello. Hello, Father. Hello, Hello, darling. It's wonderful to see you, my wonderful daughter. It's so good to be here. Uh, Nothing like a black Englishman. (laughs) Nothing like an Asian. I'm just kidding. Girl, hey. That's the the great thing about radio plays. We can just break all the rules, brother. I love it. It's more Benanti being like the German. (laughs) People go, oh, my God, who was that? Some some wonderful young white girl? No, that was Ashley Park. Yeah. Now, James, James, it doesn't, if you listen, if you have listened to the podcast, yeah, James doesn't appear in the first episode. He makes his first appearance in the second episode. Yes. Oh, uh, he plays the father of uh, Lucy and Nina Westfeld, played yes. by Ashley and Annalie Ashford. Yes. Um, and he runs an, asi- he runs, uh, an asylum and for the criminally insane. The criminally insane in his own home. So yes, in my own house. Um, and he's and and he's uh, a bit of a misogynist, or a lot of a misogynist. Just a little bit, yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> uh, but James brought um, a great truth to that. Thank you. But I was directed well. I swear, Gordon. Gordon, <laughs> I um, I talk really fast, and Gordon was like, "Slow down, so people can understand you." <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, <laughs> no, I just I talk so fast, but it was it, thank you. Over your mic at all, I realized how much I like act with my body and my hands. Like if I'm hitting stuff, and I was like, oh, I really God. had to keep my hands down as well because I know I know how much I flail. But uh, this, I've also, you know, anytime I, I love you, Gordon. But anytime Stephen Steve calls me, I just say yes. I, I whatever. It's just if Steve uh-huh. calls me, he's like, hey man, we're gonna be doing improv at midnight at some bar. Sure, I'll be there. You got it. Whatever. If Steve calls, I'm there because I know whatever it is, it's going to be so much fun. I, I could just I just have this moment if he's gonna be like, okay, I got this body. It's a show. No, no, no. There's a body. We're gonna bury it. Oh, okay, I'm with you. I guess, I guess we're doing that. We're doing. Remember, you? I think you improvised with us on at at the Broadway Con in like the airplane hangar. Yes, where yes. We did like it was improv. Like, can we get a suggestion for a location? And they were like, <laughs> yes. We've done we've done improv in really really tiny places, and then like an airplane airplane hangar. So well, yeah, I, like, I saw you was um when you did Freestyle of Supreme. That's yes, awesome. I mean, I was like, oh, 
Listen, I work much better. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. The script they have is great. You guys are going to love it. It's amazing. It's funny. <laughs> but without a script, I don't have to worry about messing up. I could just, you know, just go. And people, don't, if you mess up, nobody knows because you're making all the crap up. Oh, my God. I love that. I'm, the I'm like, tell me what to do. And I'm going to do the best. <laughs> Please. But what's what's really funny about this is um my wife and I watched Dracula like the, we we bought a bunch of the uh, Universal movies on um on like Hulu or something like that and like uh, the, yeah whatever uh, Prime and we loved Dracula and it was so fun so when you guys called and asked me to be a part of this I was like babe we just watched this so it was so clear in my mind and it was really? so much fun and this cast is fire guys this cast is you you're gonna love every second of it i can't wait to hear everybody else too yeah, me too i'm looking forward to, i've only heard a little bit i'm waiting to hear everything else yeah, we're, getting, yeah. we're getting a lot of questions from people who really want to know oh, sorry, for, for the two of you what how was this experience different you know aside from the fact that you were not with everybody but you know just in terms of performing how was it different than your what you're used to ladies first um, well, I just think it's, you know, you have to put all the qual we were talking about, all the qualities into your voice, right? And also, like, it it really makes you be in tune with, like, the rhythm of scenes, right? Um, because a lot of times, especially, you know, physical comedy and physical stuff, you, we have each other. And for us, like, and I'm sure James is the same way in everybody, you know, like, for me, looking into somebody's eyes is huge for acting and storytelling. And so we really had to trust the guidance of Gordon and Steve, you know, and everybody and just know that, I mean, the sound effects alone, like, all of those being there, you know, and, like, really, like, Put stuff in our voices in that way. Yeah, we should, we should definitely uh, plug our amazing sound designers. There are two of them. Uh, one is Victoria Toy Diorio from Chicago, who's a genius and who worked really hard for many months at creating an entire soundscape and a score for the show originally. Uh, and then Bart Fassbender, who is our sound designer out at the Old Globe on our other project and loves podcasts and is a podcast genius. And both of them volunteered their time and talent. Um, to put this together so beautifully. And I, I know Bart would want me to say, if you listen to it um, like in headphones, like like James is doing, you can hear like sense around. You can hear yeah. that it's me, but you hear like voices moving around you um, and bats flying around you. And it's, it's a cool um, experience that like Ashley said, invites your imagination. I know it's scary. I went the opposite. I never watched Dracula. Like the scariest thing for me, I think I've seen is like, Harry Potter, Phantom of the Opera, and probably Alex Bryman and Beetlejuice. Like after that, I feel like they ran into him on the stream was like, all right. That was the only thing that I was I was a little sad about that I didn't get to read with uh Brightman or Sieber, just because I, I I know them and they are fantastic and amazing, ridiculous brothers. Oh, um, for me, it was fun because um I do I do cartoons. And so this was kind of like being in that 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 kind of that that world. Actually, this was that world. It was just fun. It literally was like I'm at home with my mic. There's some. There's the writer. There's the director, producer. They're all talking to you. They say yes, good. Do that three more times. Okay, one more time. Okay, do that. Great, beautiful. Cut. They we, and then they put it together. You go. Wow, I sound amazing. <laughs> and like they didn't use that take where I coughed or sneezed or like you know said a word. There was a there was a word that literally was so British. And Gordon had to tell me to how to say it right before I said it. Can't remember what, what the word, word is. I can't remember what the word is, but I remember I you I kept saying it wrong. And so you just said, okay, here we go. You said it and I, and I say it, you go, okay, now continue. Like, yes, great editing. Awesome. Beautiful. Also, <laughs> so it was, like sweatpants and like yeah. not care about them. that's huge for me. I didn't put on any lashes, I didn't have to put any makeup, nothing. The sad part is though, I'm so conceited. I did shave for the I did shave for the recording. I was like, hold up, I still want to look good though. <laughs> First of all, right now I'm wearing Spanx and cologne. Why am I wearing cologne? Why did I do that? 
This is the nicest I've been dressed. Uh, I, look, don't get me wrong. This, this shirt is very nice. This is a Mickey Mouse shirt. If I opened it up, you'd see Mickey Mouse with, um, he has a, a Stormtrooper hat on, on the inside of the shirt. But, you know, but hey, you know, still representing for everybody I work for. One of, one of the things that's different about recording this play uh, virtually is that you have a narrator. Yes. Uh, and so Alan Tudyk, uh, please join us, who is the narrator oh, of hello. Dracula. Hello. Hi. Hello, everybody. What's up, Alan? How I am your narrator for the for the show. For Speaking the, of like the right. man who does cartoon voices. Alan. Listen, I'm kind of geeking out right now, so I'm gonna just sit back side and just look at Alan. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, this was great. Steve and I know each other from doing spam a lot back in 2005. Nope, that couldn't be. It couldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> Only 15 years ago, Couldn't man. Be. Couldn't be. Uh, I actually kind of Mr. The, true, the true story is, and this is very quick, is that I sort of I was Alan's audition reader for Spamala, and I sort of threw the audition because I wanted him to get the job. I didn't throw the audition that I was reading with, but I like tried extra hard because when he came in, I was like, oh, I hope he gets the job. Um because didn't you drop my name also? I did. Because they I'm were the reason they called me. Because the reason they called me. <laughs> Hank did six. Hank Azaria did six months, and then he was going to film a TV show, and they were looking to replace him. And I was still like the audition reader, and they were bringing in all of these really handsome, like leading man types. And I was like, I just remembered I had seen Alan. They called this funny. A little less handsome. Yeah. I think that's what it is. No, but I'd seen this play called Bunny Bunny that you were in. That was the Gilda Radner play, the Alan's wife on Gilda Radner play. And Alan played everybody else in the play. And it was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. And I was like, that guy should be in this because he's so good. Well, thank you. Thank He makes me thank him every time we see each other and talk. <laughs> thank you again, Steve. Uh, no, thank you. That was, it was glorious. Thank you. Glorious. You are, you are amazing. In this, in this podcast, creating the world by narrating the story. It's a character that is not actually in the stage play. It literally came alive when I was like when I was listening. When oh, you, wow. I was like, oh my yeah. God, here it we was, are. It was, so, it, was, it, was, it was like straight magic when you start talking. I was like, oh, okay, here we go. This, this <laughs> is, we got something now. If you um, could just see how we recorded it. Um, I, we're, I'm here. Uh, in this, this is, it has a high ceiling where I am. Uh, and so we had to stop the, all of the reverberation. And so I had pillows on either side of my head and then a beach towel that we washed the dogs with on top of me. And so there was just one little tunnel, tunnel of sound and the speaker at the end of it and the computer and the computer (laughs) (laughs) there so they could see me and I could see them. I actually couldn't see you guys because there was uh, the script in front of it, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Well, Alan, you were hilarious. Do you want to just tell us why you're in Vancouver? Oh, I'm doing, I was, I was doing a TV show here uh, called Resident Alien, which is a, uh, it's going to be on sometime. Sorry, just don't uh, it's It's really fun. It's a comic book they're making into a show for sci-fi. And, um, I'm an alien, and it's really it's you know as usual. You play a lot you, of aliens, dude. I do like aliens and robots, man. I'm the go-to guy. Uh, but you're the candy king. One little. And I'm also the candy king. King candy. Candy king. Oh, I love it. 
Yeah. Alan, so when you were recording, uh, uh, I just want you to maybe tell uh, the audience um, uh, the tale of your pillows and blankets and lighting fixtures. Oh, oh, right. The lighting fixture. Oh yeah. I destroyed, this is a rental house. <laughs> so I'm, I'm still <laughs> in a rental home uh, for the job that's not working anymore. Um, and in the, in creating the tunnel of sound, um, it's like a Phil Spector thing. The, the, one, the tunnel of sound. He originated. We have a picture. I think I was just told, I think there is a picture that we can show of you. <laughs> in the pillow tunnel. It was like Joseph and the alien thing. Oh, that's so good. Alien thing. That is so good. <laughs> okay, so well, I, well I, we, we, Ashley, because we can only have six, we're going to say goodbye. Yeah, thank you so much for doing it. And go to dinner, but Ashley, thank you so much. Until next time, Ashley. So nice to meet you, Alan. Okay, bye. Bye. And uh, we, we, of course, you know, I'm sure if ever, if we took a poll and we were like, who is going to play Renfield? I have a Raise feeling. A light. That- Just real quick, that's a light. <laughs> that's a light. That's where a light should be. <laughs> because my tunnel of sound broke it. Okay. Just call for desperate measures, Alan Tudyk. Oh. Yes, wonderful. So you were saying Renfield. I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean Renfield, to Renfield, uh, who will solve all of our problems. Alex Brightman, please join us. Hey, what's hey. up? Hey. Cheers from local beer for local. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's also in Texas. No, wait. Oklahoma. No, I'm, in, I'm in Oklahoma City. Close. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, Oklahoma City. Hey, everybody. Nice Close. to see you. You hey, too, man. Thank you for being here, friend. A pleasure, a pleasure. I just made curry. I'm glad you can't smell the screen. <laughs> and uh, it's been great. I got to walk my dog in a bit. It's been a good time here in Oklahoma City. I too yeah. had to record with pillows, uh, you know, surrounding me, and uh, it was quite fun uh, being directed while also having to drop a pillow to scroll and then bring it back up and <laughs> do the whole dance. I felt like I'd worked out for the first time in two months. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, I'm sure we have a cool pillow there. Yes. 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 There you go. There you go. No lights were harmed in the making of mine, though. <laughs> well, that's nice. That's good. Yeah, that's good. But you know, I'm not as you know, I'm not as active. We'll be raising money for the Actors Fund as well as the Pillow Fund for all you pillows out there who have gone through some problems and some lights. Yeah, that's fund. a good a lighting fixture fund. Once again, that we are doing this uh, in support of the Actors Fund and Broadway Cares yes. uh, Emergency COVID nineteen uh, Relief Fund. Um, the website to to it, it's it should be below right there. Oh yeah, look right down there. Uh, donate right down there. Um, every little bit helps. All of these fantastic people did this because we want to support other performers and people in our business right now. So please do that. Thank you. Sorry. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Go right ahead, guys. You guys are awesome. I miss, I miss you, James Iglehart. I, Alex, man, I miss you too. I swear. <laughs> I, I keep thinking that the, the reason why we haven't been on Broadway yet is because there's not enough wood because both of us chew the scenery. So, but someone will build a set big <laughs> enough for the two of us yeah, to be man. on it, and we're I cannot wait. We're also both black. That's true. That's true. And it's it's really hard to be black in Broadway right now. You well, know, no, you know Alex Brightman was black. Come on, his, man. I, he changed his name for Broadway. It used to be Alex Blackman, but he knew that that wouldn't work, so he became Brightman. And yeah. wow, <laughs> yeah. A little bit of Broadway history. No one it's knows a, that. It's a sordid story, but I come out on top. Always. Always. Yeah. <laughs> a number of people are, are who have listened to the episode are really impressed that you actually ate a beetle while yeah. recording this. Yeah, Could you talk I, about that? And is absolutely. an homage, perhaps? Well, this is not New York where I'm at. So Oklahoma has no shortage of bugs. So I thought it would be kind of an interesting take to like actually eat a bug for a take. And so I grabbed, I, there was, you know, I found one and kind of have kept it under a glass. And then when the time came, I did one take regular, second take another way. And then the third take ate the bug. And that's the one that made it, I believe. It's the, yes. uh, yeah. Cause it's authentic. I think well, it's authentic. And I'm, the, Dan I'm the Daniel Day Lewis of Renfield. Your dedication to, to truth and verisimilitude um, really make all the difference in this first episode. Oh my God. Thank you, um, Gord. Thank, thank you. I thank I'm you. believing you on this. That's that's a very it's it's very convincing. <laughs> well, like John Lovitz once said, acting. Thank you. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> well uh, done. Well done. Yes. It's also a pleasure to meet you, Alan. It's a pleasure to meet you as well. I'm from Texas originally. Oh, cool. I'm so, from California originally, but no, I right. was in Oklahoma. So I, you know, but with, that, my, with my in-laws in Oklahoma, so it's the Bay Area boy right there. That's that's right. That's, that's and you have your your New York City dog is with you in Oklahoma City. How is that adaptation going? How my my dog that? my dog Kevin is here with me, and he's loving life. He's that's loving cool. it. Lots of room, lots of uh, lots of bitches, and uh, <laughs> uh, what? Well, you're right. You're right. You're right. Kevin. 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 Awesome. Kevin, the dog. Yeah, it's a good name for a dog. Beautiful dog. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful animal you got there, Alex. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. We've Thank unfortunately you. had to eat him because of the virus. <laughs> <laughs> we knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. It's fine. Yes. Yeah. So this, so so this comes out because you can only get one episode now. Am I correct, or am I doing it wrong? Right now, you can get one, right? Yes. Yeah. One every Friday. Friday morning, every Friday morning, which on the East Coast is earlier on the West Coast than the West Coast, Alan. Very true. Um, the, mm. new, the next version will drop, and we've got four episodes total. All right. Cliffhanger. So <laughs> Major cliffhanger. There's my COVID hair. Um, uh, okay. So it'll take a, it'll be a, a month, a month of shows. And bpn.fm slash Dracula. To check out oh, the first yeah. episode, it's oh, up there so now. Excited. James, we're gonna I, have to say goodbye. Totally understand. Thank you guys. It's a pleasure, Alan. On. You are a legend, Alex. Oh, it's a pleasure you. to meet you. Love you, buddy boy. Uh, you too. Bye, James. Bye, James. And Julie James is joining us. Ooh. Welcome, Julie. Hello. Cheers to your new <laughs> oh. episode. 
They all Cheers. Julie James Hello. is here. Hello. <laughs> hey, Julie James. Howdy. Howdy. Well, it's great to see other people than myself. <laughs> <laughs> Julie's not wearing pants right now. Duda. Duda. Yeah, pant. Ooh, it's gonna be hard to put on a dress after this. Tell me about it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Shaving the legs, the whole thing. It's it's gonna be exciting when that oh. comes back. All right. Are you are you in New York? <laughs> Hi, I'm Alan. Are you Hi, in New Alan. York? Hello, Big it's fan. a pleasure to meet you. Are you in New Hi, York what? right now? I am. I'm in the heart of Broadway, as it is now known, aka and Ghost Town. What's it, well, yeah, what's it like? Is it just empty there? I'm I'm on the west side of the coast. It's pretty empty. It, as the weather improves, it is definitely a little more populous out there um, than than it was, you know, like a month ago. Um, but you know, I remember. I re remember really specifically the stages of like you would go out and like I didn't have a mask because remember in the beginning we were told save the masks, you don't right. need the masks. So it went from like I wasn't in a mask and there were a few people with masks here and there to then like that stage where it was a lot of masks. To, I remember very specifically the day in Midtown Manhattan being like, oh, wait, I'm one of the only ones without a mask. Like mm -hmm. everybody else had them. And now everybody has them. I've so, been wearing this mask. Yeah. Right? And the fundamental problem with it is that it covers the wrong. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Literally everything but what you're supposed to cover. <laughs> right. And I go outside and everyone's coming away from me. I thought I was like, oh, luchador. But no, it's actually, this is the scariest part. Yeah. Yeah. But congratulations, yeah. guys. And thank you for inviting me to stop in tonight. That was very generous of you. Um, for folks that, you know, may not know, I uh, voiced your very, very fun trailer. And, uh, and nobody and, knows Broadway names like Julie James. You know? <laughs> well, I have to say, it was I was really excited because we were thinking, like, who would be perfect to do the trailer, who would be, like, both the voice of Broadway and have that kind of juicy, emotional kind of uh, mystery to them. Um, <laughs> we asked, and you said yes. It was so kind. I leapt at the chance. I was and thrilled. the turnaround, the turnaround. And this is Alan Tudyk who I think was Tudyk in your first take. Well, oh. you really outed me like that. <laughs> well, only because Alan sometimes calls himself Thanks. Tudyk. I, I, I referred to myself as Tudyk, Tudyk, because Tudyk just seems too ridiculous. Wasn't that like a viral video from a few years? Oh, wait, a go wait, that's something else. <laughs> something else. Something else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> one man, one man, two dicks. It's different. They use different words for governance. Uh, yeah. <laughs> On that note, we're going to say, we're going to say goodbye, Alan. I'm going to leave him have... the two dicks. Thank Bye, you very dick. much. What a way to go Bye, out. <laughs> and we have. And now that he's gone, let's talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> he is too successful. 
He's amazing, man. That voice. He's in everything. By the way, like you don't want to, you do want to geek out when you're talking to Alan Tudyk. Yeah. I'm not kidding. We just watched literally like 26 hours ago. Watched Dodgeball. <laughs> oh, I forgot he was in Dodgeball. It took me. It took me all I could to not be like everyone. Steve the pirate. How are you? <laughs> he's the best. He's, he's, the, the, he's the goddamn best. best. Too so funny. And <clears throat> we have we have. I just uh, realized that Dory's not like Dracula. I know. <laughs> For a second, I, I didn't want to. For one second, I wanted to be like, Joy is a cool app. I didn't. I thought I didn't want to like embarrass. I'd be like, that, yeah, your collar's a bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I thought, thought it was it. like a like an extra fabulous tracksuit for a yeah. minute, which makes I'm, sense. I'm in the zone. You know? Nuts. It's authentic. Yeah, sure. I, that's you know, it. like you didn't go out and get it, so you had to have had that <laughs> in your home. <laughs> it's true. <clears throat> I don't know what that's about, but. You know, it's like, oh, we're, we're talking about Dracula tonight. Let yeah. me pull out my cape. We're all going to have fabulous prop closets when COVID is done, you know, because that's wow. how I've been entertaining myself on Zoom calls all along. It's like I show up with some, you know, I've got the first stole on one. I've got the bunny ears during Easter. The bunny did you, ears were really did you, popular. Did you miss Nacho Libre a second ago? He has a prop closet. <laughs> hey, don't make me mad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, Junior. We call that Zoomer. It's it's Zoom humor. Yeah, Zoomer. Okay, Zoomer. Uh, whatever we're using. Okay, Zoomer is very good, Julie James. You know, that's why you keep me around. Every once in a while, bang! <laughs> I, I think we have to welcome in uh, Lord Windsor and Lord Cavendish, uh, Cavendish to join us. Rob McClure. Thank Rob you. Rob McClure! McClure. <laughs> I, I I I didn't I didn't see a sneak up on me there. <laughs> All right, Rob. It's not a it's not a meet and greet. Don't oh, get God, me started on beans. Hi, Don't get me started on beans. I just missed the leaf on the wind. Alan Tudyk, Serenity. Uh, my wife is like obsessed with Serenity and Firefly. So Firefly, yeah. Well, big, big fan. What's up, Rob? What's up, brother? How are you? Everything's fine. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm watching my 16-month-old daughter grow up. It's amazing. How is wow. she? She's awesome. She's awesome. I have to do all of these crazy requests, which are so awesome to do and for so many good causes, in her two-hour nap window midday. So, like, anyone who wants anything, I'm always, like, between 12 and 2. I can do anything between 12 and 2 except sing loud. <laughs> Uh, oh, awesome. If I do have to sing full out, I'll do that at like 157 and just bank on waking her up. That's fine. Yes. Strategizing around naps. That's my life. <laughs> I love it. Nice Coke cup. Yeah, seriously. Good product placement there. Thanks. <laughs> How is this whole experience for you, the recording of of both parts? I've always I, I'm I've always been obsessed with radio plays, actually. Um I've uh you know, I, I've always said that if I if I ever did the uh, that questionnaire and they said, you know, if you could do any other career other than your own, um, I've always wanted to be a Foley guy. I'm I'm fascinated by Foley, so I've always been super into radio plays. I want to, yes, exactly, Alex Brightman. Um, yeah, just sitting with two shoes and a slab of cement, like tracking somebody's paces on a movie. Like I just think it's so cool the idea that whenever you're watching you know, anything, everything you're hearing is not actually there. So um, I've always been kind of into it. So when you guys asked, I jumped and I love you guys. And um, so it was fun. And getting to play several parts with all ridiculous <laughs> accents. <laughs> yeah, Rob, yeah, Rob is also the grave digger. He's three roles. Wow. <laughs> oh, right, right. 
That's and, and three different British accents, I should say, each like very specific. Oh, God. I want to say one thing before you bring, I know who you're going to bring in. I, if you could, you could leave you. If, if I don't share the screen with Richard kind for five seconds to say hello, I will, I will throw a fit. <laughs> Julie, we have to say goodbye. Absolutely. I'm Thank happy you. to bow out. Okay, okay, here we so nice okay. to join us. Well, Congratulations, you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Sharing. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I, Richard kind, the captain. I don't want to talk about friends. Look, listen here, Richard. Kids are probably listening. This is Dracula. Yeah, this is Dracula. Like the, the, you know. Uh, Hello, everybody. Hi, Richard. How are you all? Oh my God, look at me. Yeah, I don't look into mirrors nowadays. <laughs> this is obvious. It's sort of like the 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 conference call has become the mirror. Like that's how we know. I know. And I'm sitting here crunched over like this. I can smell how bad I am. I need. I need. I need a by the shower. way. By the way, what's weird about this is that I can smell you too. <laughs> Minutes from your home. program. Oh no, you're way out. You're way I'm out. gone. Yeah, I'm gone. I'm. I, we, Richard and I are, are essentially neighbors. When you when there's no pandemic. And now you're in Oklahoma City, so it's very far away from our Chinese restaurant that we when go. When I to. think of Oklahoma City, what do I think of? I think of Alex. Thank you, <laughs> Rob. How are you? Good. Good to see you. I, I have to tell you, sit at home wearing a dress most of the time, and a, and a face, prosthetic face oh, as well. I can't. Why can't I hear him? Can I'm America here. hear him? Yeah, I, I can hear him. Rich, you sound a little quiet. You're a little quiet, Richard. Can can you? Is that true? Now, now you're projecting. That's Much the better. first time anybody has ever. Said, <laughs> I'm a little quiet. All right. Well, you won't have to be on with me long. It, it's happened to me before. Right, can you hear somebody? Yes, it has been a very long time since anyone has ever said, "Richard Kind, could you speak up?" I know. I know. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? You really can't hear me. Oh, now we can. Now we can hear you now. Tilt your head the other way. Um. Uh. uh thank you for putting me on the poster. <laughs> 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 There's I a know. poster with you on it. Well, thank God I got paid a lot. Well, a lot of the time, a lot of the time, Richard shows up later in things, so he's not credited. Uh, Richard, Richard, yes, I, I'm talk, talk towards your left, and then and then the screen cuts off. Yeah, so that that's what it is. Richard, so talk to you. How left. has this been going? Has it been going your well? Left. It's it's amazing. <laughs> I don't hear you, people. It's what over. Can you hear me? Is it over? Okay. <laughs> you're still here. It's been going great. Richard plays the sea captain or the, the captain of the ship in the very first episode. He is hilarious. Yes. Um, it Richard, is this is all in your head, by the way. This is not happening right now. <laughs> you only knew the dreams. This is this is can, a I, I'm filled with nightmares. Can, this is a dream. Can you right can you move the mic a little closer? Yeah, well, I can't believe it. Really like this? This is me. Huh? This is like when I call like one of my dad's friends. And no, they, he's like, they, Hello, they, Alex. How are you? You, know you keep talking. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, I have to tell you while he's gone. I quote him in my regular vocabulary now. He did a thing for Colbert where he was the youth correspondent at a YouTube like festival. We did it at Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah. He, a kid there, was trying to get him to to jump on a trampoline, and he's like, so "What you're gonna do is you're gonna jump on the trampoline full of glitter. You're gonna point to the camera and you're gonna take a selfie." And Richard said, 
okay, no, I'm not. Okay, no, I'm not. <laughs> so now, anytime anyone asks hear me? me to do anything I don't want to do, I say, no. okay, no, I'm not. Yeah, we can hear oh. you, Richard. Yes, we can hear you, Richie. Yeah, but I plugged it into the wrong thing. <laughs> and you can imagine how the recording session went. <laughs> so one page, two hours. Hear me? Yeah, but it's worth every penny, man. Exactly. Oh, is it worth? Two days. No, this is, this is great. And unfortunately, Can you hear me? Thank you. But we're out of time. Okay. That's all right. Can By the you way, hear me with this thing? Yeah, that's good. We're is still it? facing the wrong way. Face yes. your USB mic to your left. Can you hear me okay? All right. This is, how's this? Jesus, I'm so close to this that's thing. That's good. Yeah. Is this all right? I can hear you. Yeah, I'm looking alone. at my face and the thing. I'm I'm fine. That's what I think. I think that I think that Greenberg and Dory have something going on with their. <laughs> yeah, maybe you guys should move over. That's right. <laughs> All right, what's everybody been doing? I've been cooking a lot. So have I. But what are you okay. cooking? What have you been cooking, Richard? Uh, vegetarian chili. I make I make a great lentil. Phenomenal. Oh, so good. Uh, what else? Uh, done, did ribs in the in the in the steam cooker? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, I, I did. I up, did. I screwed up fried rice the other night. I did fried green tomatoes for the first time, and they came out bang banging. Nice. My wow. wife just made the apparently good recipes. You can't hear me. It's really good recipe. <laughs> Rob is not talking. <laughs> Rob, are you talking? Because I can't hear him. Yeah, don't worry. I don't thank think. You for, thank you for tuning into character oh, actor show. I've shifted windows. Can you hear me now? I can. How yeah. <laughs> I can. I a Brady adjustment. You um, guys, listen, if, if, if I know this is nearing the end, so if you have to kick me off and get other people in, do so. Oh, I'm so glad you said that, Richard. Not us. <laughs> That's kind of a relief. Please, get me out of here. <laughs> Richard, <laughs> thank you for joining Richard, us. Thank you. Thank you. Love you, Richard. Everybody watching, watch it. Yeah, watch it. For listen, sure. listen. It's a podcast. <laughs> no, I mean, listen to the to Dracula. That's what I mean. Oh, shut up. Bye. <laughs> We're um, about to bring on Dracula, but just wanted to remind everybody to. Uh, this is a really great time to donate to Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS, and their COVID emergency fund. Uh, why don't you do that right now? We're about to introduce Dracula. Okay, no, I'm not. Chris Sieber, welcome. Hello. Can you hear me? Oh, my God. Can you hear me? Yes. Should yeah. I be over here? Should I be over here? <laughs> you could. Maybe, maybe you. over here. Should I, wait a minute. Is this, is, this, is this thing working? I can't. Okay. Yeah, wait. Oh, yeah, okay. You are giving, that, you're giving what we do in the shadow vibes. It's really great. Yeah, my God. Okay. Look at you. So I tried to do, you know, some sort of dark shadows thing. I'm literally lit by my iPad and candlelight. It's perfect. Yeah, it's, it's outstanding. I know, right? We got a little fire going in the background, huh? Ooh, it's very compelling. Um, this is, uh, I was in the waiting room now for, what, about almost a half hour or so, and <laughs> it was quite possible. No, this is the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> it's so much fun, because, first of all, I know everyone. And I love you all. And it's the greatest thing to see you all just being you and hilarious with each other. It's the best thing. And uh, Stephen, you and I with, with Alan, two dicks. Um, I just wanted I just want to tell a story. When when Alan went in the show to replace Hank Azaria in Spamalot, 
There's a moment where he plays uh, Tim the Enchanter and he comes off and there's a moment and uh, Hank said, below me lies the cave of blah, blah, blah. And when, when Alan came across in his put in, he said, below me. <laughs> and, 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 uh, and Hank you happened to be there and you could hear in the back of the theater, Hank going, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Hank, Hank missed something and he was like ah that's incredible I love this thank you guys for sending me to hear it and it was the best I mean it's so great with the sound effects and everything the greatest thing was like the whole gonzo way we did the whole thing oh crazy I mean I heard I heard who was it uh Alex you were you had pillows yep uh Alan Alan had blankets and broke a lamp um, I had to yell in a beret because that's the only thing I had. <laughs> I had a beret and I would Rob was, Rob was holding I, a kid as he did. Rob used his kid as a pillow. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> At Just one point, Christopher, I think you were wearing like a customer service headset. That's that's what we recorded it on. <laughs> and it, it actually when I when I when I heard uh what, what uh, Gordon sent me, I was like, holy crap, that sounds actually great. That's how I felt. Since ne- since then, now I've re- I've I've now ordered a uh, an entire uh, voice over microphone kit uh, that's coming Wednesday. And you've also ordered the entire set from the movie Clue. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes. Um, if you look, yeah, the candlestick, the candlestick is right over here. Yes, yes, the wrench is over there. Um, this was great, and I'm I'm so happy to. I'm so glad you like we're bringing people on and bringing people on because it was so nice seeing everyone and you know it's so great it's nice to see you chris and it's, it's so lovely to see everyone uh, rob and i'm sorry you we you know we were what we were in the middle of the well to you too alec we're in the middle of this thing and all of a sudden whack oh it yeah it was it happens it happens so fast the video yeah. is buffering uh, now that, on, on broadway it feels, yeah. It feels like yeah yeah but it all happened so fast and it was so weird uh, we were eight performances away from opening on Broadway. Yeah. Um, in and company. You, Rob, uh, yeah, in company. And Rob, you were just in previews, right? We had, well, yeah, we had done three previews and oh. we were uh, rehearsing during the day. Uh, but, it's it, you know, the only thing that gives me solace is, is knowing that A, we'll be back and B, yeah. the energy when curtains rise again on Broadway is I can't that's like I keep saying that it's gonna power a yeah. city I get emotional thinking I, about that me too yeah I I mean when, will when come. The, we, have, we have that even when the even when the lights go down on the uh oh. for the first top of top of one the audience is gonna go absolutely ape shit yeah Ooh, potty word potty word sorry no <laughs> because for as glorious as, as glorious as all of this is and and it is proving that screens don't cut it. Um, right. And it's, but you know, it's the best we can do in the meantime, but I, man, is it going to be wild when we come back? I cannot wait. Yeah. My comedic timing is totally off now. You know, right. I, I, I understand completely. Yes. I can't I, even I, deal I, with I've been watching you now for about 20 minutes. <laughs> and I can say, <laughs> Alex, this is this whole thing is just, it's just an intervention. That's yeah, right. just wanted to bring all these other people together to say I that. Can stop whatever I want, man. Alex, your comic timing has affected me negatively in the following way. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, I'm like Peter Marks. 
All right, well, that's my time to go because I'm very upset now. I love Alex, you. thank you. <laughs> and thank you, and Rob, thank you. Thank you. Of course. Bye, bye, Talk to you all soon. Really appreciate bye, it. Bye, Saber. Bye, everybody. You guys were brilliant. You know, I, what you said, Chris, you know, there's nothing like live. There's no question that live is no, the way to go. And no. when every, when we're back up, everyone needs to rush out to see theater. It's so important. But I think that you all did such a magnificent job with the show. It's just transporting. And uh, everyone should tune in and listen to uh, all four episode, episodes because you guys are magnificent. And, and you know, Gordon, I'm eager to you know, for you to share what it was like directing online and, and to direct Chris and Rob um, and not, not be in the room with them. What was that like? Um, well, luckily I, I, I know and love both of them and am, you know, enamored of their talent and have a sense of uh, so much of um, the, the potential um, and their willingness to kind of go with it. So um, I knew they'd be perfect for this kind of a show. Uh, and I have to say both of them dove in with crazy abandon. Um, Chris and I had a, you know, a, a long talk about the show and sort of what, what our goals were macro overall. Um, and then I said, okay, can you play Dracula? How, how do you like this idea? And he was like, great, I'll do it. When do you want me to record? Tomorrow. Um, I mean, it all, it all happened very quickly. Um, yeah. And uh, we talked a little bit about, you know, what kind of a Dracula this was, which is really, you know, across probably between like the, the Bella Lugosi and Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. Um, uh, but he's a narcissist and uh, uh, also has a sense of humor uh, and uh, and maybe even a little bit of uh, Gaston thrown in um, a role that I think Chris has probably played somewhere namely Broadway. Anyway, it was great. And I will say um, the, the joy of it was that thanks to this crazy technology, we were on calls like this. So we were looking at each other and actually exchanging ideas. And separately, there was a program that was recording everything uh, without the glitches and the hiccups that happen uh, with modern Wi-Fi um, or with different Wi-Fis. So they were both amazing. And Rob, I, I don't think like there's a role that you couldn't play. <laughs> you just oh, jumped into any of them. We didn't know which role you should play, so we gave you three. I mean, it's it, it's um it's it's a dream, you know. I uh, I, I love I love playing, and and everything we've done together, Gordon, has been in a similar vein where it's been sort of like a little wild, and you're like, uh, you need you need a bold choice. So it's it's um. It's. I mean, that's why we do what we do. And mentioning Chris uh, as Gaston, can I just tell you, Chris, I use the example of your Beauty and the Beast audition um, whenever I teach. Uh, is, is it, can... Wait, isn't the I feel pretty? Yes, can you confirm that you sang that for your audition? Was that you or Kudik? <laughs> it was me. Yeah, see? It was me. Chris, wow, I used that too. But I did it, I but I did it butch. I did it butch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure, sure. I feel pretty. Oh, so pretty. See, and, you know. But I always say, like, people always say, well, how do I prepare a comedic song? And I always say, if you're relying on the lyrics to the song to be comedic, you're dead in the water because they've heard them all before and comedy's about surprise. Um, and I use the example of your guest on audition constantly uh -oh. to teach people what funny, <laughs> what bringing funny to a room is. You're so amazing. 
Yeah, dude. I mean, I mean, thing is, no, it's, it's, it's the opposite. It's the opposite. Always do the opposite of what people expect. There was a scene in Spamalot every single night that I would go and watch from the wings, yep. which was Christopher and David Hyde Pierce and Christian Borle and Michael McGraw, this guard scene. <laughs> the guard scene. The guard scene from Spamalot, which... It is the hardest comedy in the world. An insanely difficult scene to do correctly because it is just about patience and waiting. And they were masters. Every single (laughs) time I laughed my ass off. I've never laughed so hard as I did on that job. And especially like watching that scene. Thank you. But I saw, I saw the funny thing is there was a, uh, there was a, somebody had recorded that scene when we were in previews on Broadway, Steve. And, um, Obviously, it was in previews because we were very restrained. Oh, and okay. as as you know, as you know as the show progressed, yeah, the scene was usually about seven eight minutes, and then it became fifteen. But um, because we discovered so much, and Mike Nichols was so great with us because he was like, "Yes, use your babies, you know, find your babies, have your babies, but every now and then, kill your babies." <laughs> Which are like you know bits and stuff like that. Yeah. It, was, it was it was the best. It was the best. It was the best. But I will say, both of these guys. I mean, really, everyone involved is not only hilarious and smart, but um, has a big, generous heart. Um, yeah. And that's that's hopefully that spirit in, is infused in um, this show. So with all the kind of ridiculous humor, there's also a sense of some humanity and um, the generosity of spirit that these guys bring with them. Um, I have a million stories about both of you of things that have blown my mind. Like Rob, the work we were doing a workshop and you were in Pittsburgh. Do you remember this? Yes. You were doing a concert in Pittsburgh and there was a snowstorm and all the flights were canceled and you took an all night bus ride to be there in the morning yes. for rehearsals at new 42. And I, I, you earned my forever gratitude and mm-hmm. uh, uh, admiration. It's just, you're well, amazing. Thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure to play again. I look forward to the next. Me well, too. we're going to say we're going to say goodbye to you guys because um, Rob. No, don't go anywhere, Steve. Uh, but Robin and Chris, thank you both so Anytime. much. We have a few more thank you guys, guys to welcome. I hope thank everyone you. enjoys it. You're going to love it. You're an awesome Bye, Dracula. Killed it. Uh, right. So, thanks. <laughs> Everyone should be donating to Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS, and uh, to the Actors Fund. And uh, But let's bring on uh, Kathy Fitzgerald, Orville Mendoza, and Jeff Creedy. All join us. Good evening. I need a cocktail. Oh, my goodness. I love this. <laughs> this is just a Friday night at home. Should we start with Friday night? I'm pretending this is coffee. It's not. <laughs> I have I to say, Jeff um, has the longest association with this project of anyone uh, because he was in the first ever reading of it uh, in New York, um, which uh, taught us a ton as readings do, but it was the first time we ever put it up. Um, oh, and man. Uh, Jeff was so game, and I guess having done a similar role in Gentleman's Guide, yeah, was, not, oh, not too Mike, dissimilar. Because Michael Rose texted me; he was listening to it today, and he said, "Oh my god, I feel like I'm back in Gentleman's Guide." <laughs> it is fun to kind of get to revisit a a, a similar character for sure. 
Um, but I was really excited to get a chance to do this again because when we did that reading, I just thought, my God, this piece should be produced. Number one, this should be done all over the country because it's so easy to produce and is so clever and so funny. And uh, so I was thrilled to be a part of it from the beginning, honestly. You can produce if you have an amazing cast like you guys. Yeah. Oh, well, and, but truly, it's and very Orville and Kathy are just in every show I I have anything to do with. <laughs> I would have no career if it weren't for Gordon Greenberg here. I'm a terrible auditioner. You guys were talking about auditions. I have like Anthem in my book. What else? Um, <laughs> I have Heaven on Their Minds. That's it. <laughs> Could you guys talk about the parts you play in Dracula? Yes, I'm the pivotal role of Kitty, who is <laughs> and a kleptomaniac, and she's kind of a mix of uh, Mrs. Lovett meets uh, who's the hunchback? Uh, what's his name? I think if I was doing it not on radio, I think I kept thinking like her hump would move. So she just. <laughs> She's a great little character. I love it so much. I mean, she—if it was a live show, I can just see her stealing everything on stage behind people's backs and not really saying anything. It's delicious part, delicious part. Um, I did—I um, just did this thing with um, Sieber. I wanted. To, damn, I missed him. He was playing Batman, and he had to make his own costume. It was so funny, you guys. He like <laughs> made a giant sock thing and taped these ears. It was like. I'll tell him later. His 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 prop work was amazing. And then tonight uh, he was in the waiting room. He hears you. Oh, he does. He was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> I mean, just tape and duct tape and things. It was so funny about him. What a great group of people, Gordon. This is amazing and so funny. The script, you guys. I just loved it. It's great. Oh, amazing. It's great. Thank we you. Really you. <laughs> <laughs> I play the pivotal role of the bosun. And it was basically two pages of yelling because we were in a storm. And my, my throat was like raw by the end. Yeah, your Irish accent was right on point. Oh, thank you. That's so worth it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, do we all have pillows right here? Because I had pillows right here, too. Oh, well, Kathy, the story of your recording is a long yeah. and winding one. Oh, God. <laughs> I had three lines, honey. <laughs> But luckily, you have a son and a husband and a house in California full of microphones and wires. Yeah, yeah it was uh, it was tragic. It was crazy. It was crazy. Because I can barely even log on to these things. Uh, my kid, my 22-year-old daughter has to come and do it because I'm just technically not okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I said a son. I meant a daughter. It's okay. She's still a daughter. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> But you guys, I just have to say um, thank you so much for being a part of it. Um, oh, there's a <laughs> there's a picture here of Kathy recording with a webcam microphone. <laughs> oh, that's a screenshot. Oh, no screenshots allowed. Um, no, I can barely, really text, let alone the Zoom stuff is like beyond me. It's crazy. But you know, you know what? Compared to Richard Kind, you're Elon Musk. <laughs> I want to see him. Oh my God! I want to see him. He is so funny. For years, when we did when we did producers together, and he would scream down Forty Fifth Street to get my attention. But instead of saying "Hey, Kathy," he'd scream "Hey, whore." On Forty Fifth Street, in the middle of the day, and people would stare, and he would just keep screaming "Hey, whore" until he found me. It was like. Are you insane? Are you literally insane, Richard? To this day, if I see him, he calls me, hey, whore. 
That's my nickname. <laughs> I don't think Jeff likes your language because I know we lost him. Left. 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 I'm sorry, I cussed. Mm, I'm not really sorry. Sorry. Jeff has two young children. <laughs> oh, is that what? Oh, God, I'm so sorry. They're not in the room. I don't think. I don't think they're there. Okay. Um, I, 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 before we go, I just wanted to make sure. Um, oh, Chris is coming. Chris back is going to come back. Chris, come on back for a sec. Oh, oh, I'm back. Back oh no, I'm just Chris. listening. It's so it's so exciting. It's, hi. He's hi. changing the set. He's changing the set for the next thing that he's in, the next reading. He's got a whole <laughs> I, was singing, I was just I was singing in praises, Chris, because that Batman thing, sweetie, I don't know what to say. The duct tape and 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 and, and the things you possibly it, so it was so great. It was the it was kind of like the, the greatest gift, honestly, because John. Tracy Egan came up with this crazy idea of reading scripts from the sixties that he collects and having his friends record just their part without knowing who's playing the other parts. And so just record your part. And I saw he did a Lucy show. The first episode he did was the Lucy show. And uh, I loved it. And then he said, Hey, uh, you want to play Batman? I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. And then, and then, I he told me the idea and I was like I ran with it and I'm so glad I ran the way I did because if I didn't do all the things you know with the the bam and the pow I had like made up signs I had made up signs where are they they're actually here somewhere but I made up signs that were like bam and pow we had fight sequences and I made the the whole Batman logo that spun I I put it on a drill I put it on a drill and I went like <laughs> but the Batman was a, was a was a actually Dory you're going to hate this but it was from your your film center they gave us a hat for that presentation <laughs> where you won that award that you never got but you got it but you didn't get it remember that one oh yeah yeah all right. Right. I was there yeah. for you anyway but they gave us a they gave us a hat they gave us a, a hat that came down to about here it was a stocking cap so I cut eyes out like you know fat albert and then I put, put tape on it and then I painted like the batman thing i'm like and it was so stupid and so funny two days for two days kevin my husband was like what the hell are you doing i was like just go over there leave me alone (laughs) it was so much fun and it was so exciting because it was so creative and i loved every minute of it so when it finally came out just looking on facebook i don't know where uh, kath i don't know what where you find it it's fun but john tracy egan yeah, or you can go to my Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, you can find it there, and just scroll down. You'll find it eventually. But it's so funny, stupid. So stupid. It's just right. It's right up my alley. It's just like it's like it's oh, like this is, of, this is this is classy funny. That was absolutely nothing classy about it. But but it's but like it was, the, the best representation of doing the best thing you got with what you have. It's like the greatest thing. Oh God! And that is that sort of is the, the overall theme right now, and that is oh, what yeah. we're doing yeah. as a community. And I I just know that we're so grateful to you guys for doing for doing this. Oh, yes. uh, all the people, Broadway Cares, Equity Fights, AIDS are are so appreciative as well. Thank you for for your time and your talent and for helping us out with this. We're I I know I speak for Gordon when I say how grateful we are. And, and then I, thank, I you. Uh, I I thank you, thank Gordon and Steve. Uh, Thank once again, um, Bart Fassbender, our amazing uh, editor, mixer, and sound designer, Victoria uh, Diorio, and Lane and Tom Viola, um, who were supportive of this. And of course, our amazing producers, 
um, Dory Berenstein, who's right here, dressed as Dracula, and Alan Seals <laughs> pulling all the strings backstage right now. Um, everyone, yeah. top. We role. also want to thank um, uh, our producing partner, Liz Armstrong. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Liz. We, thank you, Liz. Thank you, Liz. And we want to remind everybody uh, to go to BroadwayCares.org/slash. Help 2020 to donate to Broadway Cares, the work that they're doing right now to help those in need during this unbelievable, uh, unbelievably challenging time is Herculean, and we want to support them. Uh, you can watch Dracula, the Comedy of Terrors at bpn.fm slash Dracula. It, there's going to be a new episode every Friday morning coming out for four weeks. You don't want to miss it. These guys are through the roof. It's so funny. Uh, and please come to the Broadway Podcast Network. We have over 60 podcasts, town hall events, serials, plays, challenges, uh, and there's more terrific deep dive uh, Broadway content. So go to bpn.fm. And we are so excited to see all of you back live in the theater as soon as we can. Yes. But thank you all for watching us and joining us tonight. And uh, in the meantime, enjoy Dracula, the comedy of terrors. Bye, Bye guys. Bye, guys. <laughs> thank you for listening to Deep Dive Broadway, produced by Dory Berenstein, edited by Alan Seals, and special thanks to Bia and Brittany, who were fabulous. You can find me at bpn.fm slash Broadway. My Instagram is dory.berenstein, which is B-E-R-I-N-S-T-E-I-N. Please subscribe and leave lots of fabulous comments. And check out my website at dramaticforces.com. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.